welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 61. I'm Benjamin Yoder, and hopefully this is going up on time. I'm recording this pretty late because I had a really hard time figuring out what this episode was going to be. Um, because I didn't really have anything to talk about. <laughs> um, but I did, I did figure out what I was going to talk about. But first, um, I just wanted to, to, to talk a little bit about, uh, hmm, do I want to talk about Dragon Quest Heroes 2? Dragon Quest Heroes 2 is still as grindy as ever. I don't know if I ever went in depth about this, so let's talk a little bit about Dragon Quest Heroes 2 before, before we move on. Um, so Dragon Quest Heroes 2, uh, is basically like a Musou RPG mix kind of thing. Um, I've talked about it on previous episodes before, but one thing I don't know if that's immediately apparent about the game is that it's about like 40 hours long to get through the main story. But then after that, there's also some multiplayer content. And oh man, like if you want to do all the multiplayer content, it's very sad. <laughs> um, it's essentially like, <sighs> yeah, I don't even know the best way to put it. Like it's grinding... So basically you unlock these maps as you go through and the maps have like different level requirements and if you if you grind your characters up you typically will be good enough to get through most of the base maps. Um, so you go through the maps and they're not particularly new content. There are a lot of like repurposing of story quests as new maps but much harder. And so you go through that with other people and then um you know go through that the whole process of that. Um, it's it's not really that exciting but it's nice to get more maps essentially cuz Early on, you really only do magic maze over and over and over again, which is nice that it, like you have this map that basically changes depending on who uses it, but there's not enough variety to really, really justify it. So it's just kind of it's kind of like having a map that can be in one of three or four different layouts, and then just being very disappointed that <laughs> that it's basically the same thing over and over again with like different uh, character setups. I can move the microphone a little bit, whip, um, a little bit more, whip. Um, anyways, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's kind of disappointing, but, um, anyways, so after you finish these maps, there's actually, like, three or four more maps unlocked, and they're all, like, these downloadable content maps they released, and then they, like, made each, each iteration of them, like, success, like, harder, and then, and then not only did they make them harder, they also, like, put a time limit you're supposed to beat them under, so it's, like, here's this really tough fight, uh, beat it under eight minutes. Here's another really tough fight. Also beat this one under eight minutes. And it's like this, each time you beat one, you go up to a harder and harder one until you eventually get to the last one. Uh, usually the reward is like some kind of weapon or something like that. But, um, yeah, like the grinding in that game, like, whew, like you have to really be on your, on top of your game, like equipment wise and playing wise to do these hard maps. It's, it's ridiculous and like the whole upgrading system for for weapons and stuff there's like your the weapons you get for your in-game weapons all have randomized stats on them so you have to like keep getting new material to make those weapons which which the materials like this this basically this like would be weapon kind of thing you basically pay like 50,000 gold to get this identified and it's like oh here's the different stats and then you have to go get another one pay another 50,000 another one pay another 50,000 you can actually pay money to grind those weapons down turn them into shards and if you have five shards you can turn them up into another would be weapon it's all just completely random rolls on these weapons that you're trying to get like the best stats on then is there are also these accessories called aces of spoils which also have kind of a similar thing but like to much more extreme degree where it's like oh you get an accessory slot that essentially has all random fields that could be filled in it's like 12 fields or something like that and then not only not only do you have to get that accessory with the 12 fields in it you also have to use a ton of ingredients that you get around the world to basically grind out each of the slots and like fill those slots in it's it's 
it, the whole game is basically like, here's a here's a random thing. Did you get a good one or a bad one? You need another random thing. Did you get a good one or a bad one? And then like paying mini medals to get more and more of these these random accessories that even even like the accessories are like, oh, you have to grind down other accessories to make powder to be put into this accessory. It's a nightmare. Anyways. Still playing that, <laughs> um, um, but it's a nightmare. Uh, end game, Dragon Quest Heroes Two. Don't do it. B- finish the story and be happy, and then leave. <laughs> don't, don't get wrangled into it. <laughs> um, but it's still fun. It's still generally fun. But it's like one of those funs. It's like it's fun with playing with friends. Not particularly fun, like actually playing sometimes at this point. But. But it's fine. The numbers go up as you grind stuff out. And that's what's most important. Anyways, I haven't really done too much more other than just like play Yakuza 2. But I mean, there's this whole stream for that if you want to go look at that. Um, and then I also finished Mario Tennis Aces, uh, which I think I'm probably going to do like either an article or video for. I haven't really decided yet. If it's a video, it's probably going to be a short one. Um, so I'm finished up Mario Tennis Aces. I'm going to have a stream of Mario, or I'm going to actually stream Mario Tennis Aces this week. Uh, so heads up if you're wondering what the stream quick play stream thing will be this week. It's going to be Mario Tennis because last week I did Yakuza 2 Kiwami because I wanted to compare the d- demo alongside the PlayStation 2 version of Yakuza 2, uh, which both take place in Chapter 2. Or ba- rather, I played up to Chapter 2 in, in Yakuza 2, and then I, I boot up the demo that takes place in Chapter 2 and just kind of looked at the content side by side. I tried to do very similar content between the two, so I didn't necessarily go around and like fully explore everything. I uh, mainly stuck to the main street, which was um, which was in the PlayStation 2 version seemed to be locked off um, until later in the game, probably. So you probably just or uh, the other areas outside that main street were basically locked off. Um, but one thing I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> so this week I finally decided to buy an XRGB mini, which is basically like a upscaler for old video game consoles which i had been trying very hard to avoid buying this because it's like 350 bucks but i especially as i stream now the capture setups for me are getting more and more ridiculous so i kind of wanted to go through (laughs) i wanted to go through my capture setups a little bit and just show you how bad they've gotten for various reasons, I've had to make various changes to the capture setup. Um, and and in the case of, if this is an audio podcast, I don't know how well it will play. Um, but in the case of YouTube, uh, I'm just going to put a video in here. So I'm actually going to start recording, and hopefully this isn't going to fail. And then here's my little mouse pointer. I'm going to do a little thing just to like to try to sync it up. I'm going to smack my mouse into the speaker and then just make a sound. I go, speaker! Okay, speaker! There we go all lined up perfect well help that works out <laughs> um so anyways this is this is the corner of my room i'm gonna warn you right now if you haven't already seen this right here uh it's a wiring hell over here and you don't this is only half of it so don't even don't 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 let me know how bad you think it is this is just a nightmare i'm hoping that this xrgb mini will will get rid of this problem so so if you don't know um Capture or video games, old video game consoles, all put out at weird resolutions that are very difficult to kind of nail down. So basically, if I'm streaming, so this CRT is on a cart, so I can cart it out. Usually, the CRT is not sitting beside me; it's only there if I'm streaming or playing a game that runs on the CRT and capturing it. Um, so we have the CRT. Here's my PC, um, and then to the right over here, which I didn't take a picture of it. To the right of here is just like my HDTV. It's just sitting there. Um, 
Uh, so yeah, so really the first thing to kind of look at is down here. It's dusty. A lot of stuff's going to be dusty, just so you know. You might be wondering, what the heck is this weight doing right here? Um, so this weight is holding this metal piece down because it actually bends up. And so, like, if you, like, say, press the power button on the Dreamcast, it'll actually pop the metal down and pop it back up. So I put the weight down to keep it down. Uh, this used to be a lot cleaner down here. But you'll find out why it became a, n a nightmare down here. I used to have this all very organized, and then as we're switching consoles in and out, it becomes slightly less organized. Also, there's this whole power cable issue that I don't want to get into. We're just going to skip that. But there's a power cable issue. So there's a PCFX right there. I got a Dreamcast and um, the PS2. So PS2 is there for Yakuza right now. Uh, the Dreamcast is there for uh, Red Dog when I was playing that. And the PCFX has nowhere else to go, so it's just staying there. So this is kind of the back left side of the CRT, and this is the first capture card I ever got over here. It's the Dazzle, um, and I use the Dazzle for S-Video and composite systems. The reason being is that it actually handles 240p signals pretty well. If you don't know what a 240p signal is, essentially when old video game consoles output a resolution, they're putting it at 480i, so old standard definition content um is basically like every line is drawn by the tv and then it like alternates between those lines and so you get like this interlaced like back forth back forth back forth back forth and old video game systems used to cheat the system and would basically draw a line ignore the next line draw a line ignore the next line so it's like this 480i signal but it's actually 240p it's only drawing 240 lines and it's not going back and forth it's only displaying one line at a time essentially um, and so this is the only capture I have that can handle 240p. It's also hooked up to my CRT because my HD TV cannot do, uh, do or handle 240p uh, as well. And just a heads up, and I should have started with this, unless you really want to know about this stuff, like, this is probably not going to be the episode for you. Probably a good time to leave now. <laughs> but... But anyways, so so this is the, it's the Dazzle. It's like a little white thing. It's it's um, I've had it since probably about like around the time I got Tatsunoko versus Capcom. So probably about like 2010 or something like that. Um, and then so I used to have these little tiny cables that used to split these signals out of the console. So I basically had the console that would uh, do an output and then I would split it between the capture card and the TV itself. Um, but now I have this little box here because, uh, I didn't have a good way to split S video signals. So now I split S video signals using this little box here. Uh, part of this just runs into the TV. The other part runs into the, um, the, uh, actual capture card over here. Um, I think nothing is coming out of it right now though, because I think I had the Dreamcast. No, I think, it, I think they're both hooked up. They're just like layered on. There's like four ports. Uh, but basically here's this little box. Um, so, and then, and that's just like the backside. You can see all the wires coming in. There's an extra set of wires here. Again, you can see that like originally this was all pretty organized, but it got kind of out of control recently, uh, specifically because of this other capture card. This is my component capture card, and it's not a big deal if I need to play like a game at 480p. So, usually like a console like... um. PlayStation 2, Xbox, uh, there's a chance that a game will be running at 480p, which is basically 40 lines. It's basically, it's a standard definition, but it doesn't do an interlace signal. It's all, it's all progressive the whole way through. Um, and then, so, um, it's, it's not really an issue if I need to do like 480p, but if I'm doing 480i, I actually have to put it with my CRT because my, my HDTV does not like 480i, which is 480 interlace signal. So stuff that is like 
running through S-Video and things like that. And then sometimes through Component Video, it would also be 480i. So, for example, Yakuza 2 is a 480i game, so it's interlaced. Um, so it's running through uh, this box here, and then I'm actually outputting this to... Uh, there's a USB cable. I think the USB cable is not actually hooked in. There's a little hole there. So I didn't actually hook it up for this specific, uh, picture, but, uh, it runs into my PC. The Dazzle also has a USB connection that goes into the PC as well. Um, and then, so this is a recent addition down over here. I think I have a zoom in on it. Uh, I'm actually splitting the audio as well. So these were my, used to be my old, like splitting cables for my composite video. Uh, now they split the audio, the left and right audio, into a signal that goes into the capture card, and then also through a uh, uh, like a, a 3.5 millimeter audio cable that goes to my PC. The reason why is because this capture card, this Hoppage PVR whatever, uh, doesn't support <laughs> like sending the video to the PC itself, unfortunately, or sending the audio to the PC itself, unfortunately. Um, at least not through OBS as far as I can tell. So I was like, let's split it. Although in the case, the audio cables are very loose. And so it's like really easy to accidentally knock them out and it, it it's caused problems. But it's, I've only had it for like a week and now I'm replacing them, <laughs> hopefully. So it's not going to happen. Uh, this, this whole setup is a nightmare. But that's kind of what I'm talking about because like, I just want to show you my nightmare setup as I hopefully move away from it. Um... Yeah, this thing was kind of nice on the front here. You can't see it, but there's like a the the hop uh, hop uh, the hop uh Okay, let's stop saying that capture card name. It has like S video input input on the front, but it only takes 480i. It does not take 240p, which I was originally was like, oh, this thing's gonna be easy for me at the time, uh, because I didn't have any like HDMI required system. Like every system I had could do component video in some way, um, so I just do component video out are in and then for my older consoles i'd use the s video and composite ports uh but like i said 240p isn't supported so it's literally only useful for like dreamcast and like at the time before i had an hdmi adapter for my gamecube uh it was also used for gamecube um and some nintendo 64 games run at 480i but it's very usually it's an optional feature and it's like super laggy if you do it's like there's a lot of frame rate issues and things like that um, and this is going up into my CRT because, like I said earlier, uh, my HDTV doesn't feature uh, support for 480i. So I have to run it into my CRT, which thankfully does have component ports on it. Um, but I, as far as I know, I don't think this thing's doing any like crazy dinner lacing or anything. The signal that comes out of this is actually pretty poor for 480i. Uh, it's really only decent for 480p progressive over component. Um, I can't remember what the next picture is. Not this one. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of a mess. And this is why it kind of, this whole second capture card with component input, having to go to my CRT has been a problem because I don't have any desk space over by the CRT. And I my CRT is already occupied by my Dazzle up here. And I have to move this capture card from this or from my CRT to my HDTV. And it's it just depends on what I'm playing and what I'm using it for. And it's, it's very restrictive. Uh, and it just has to go on the floor, essentially. I p essentially pack all this up at the end of the stream, throw it on the cart here. Part of why it's so messy is just because like, I have to just roll it up and throw it up there, and the cables all get mixed up. Um, and then I just pull it back out, plug it all in, back to streaming. <laughs> um, or back to record capturing, even. Um, so it's just not a very convenient thing. Um, so next, I have a... So recently, maybe within the last year, and sorry for the dust, like whenever you use flash or anything, it shows the dust super well. And I need to dust my PC. It's been a long time. 
Um, anyways, uh, so I got an internal capture card for my my PC. I think it's like a Aver Media Live Gamer 2 or something like that uh, for HDMI. So I believe it's these two ports right here. One is doing video out, which goes to my TV. The other one's doing... Um, uh, has the video coming in. So pretty much all my HDMI gameplay footage is actually coming from the TV and feeding into my PC, then going back out to my TV. Uh, I haven't really noticed that many issues, like delay or lag or anything like that, but I feel like most modern games design around that just in case, because, you know, TVs in general. Um, so I was hoping that I'd be able to use this HDMI capture card for a lot of things. Uh, I bought, at one point, a, co a component converter, um for it but uh apparently it does not like being like converted to component or a component it doesn't like a signal that's being converted from component to hdmi i think you have to actually upscale it which is hopefully where that rgb mini will come into play and we won't have to worry about that anymore um but for the most part anything that's hdmi will just feed right into this thing it's pretty great um, it is the best capture card I have out of everything. Everything else, like the Dazzle is not a great quality and it has a lot of limitations. I have to run it through the, the Dazzle. I have to run through Amarek, which is like a separate capturing software that then goes into OBS, which is open broadcast software for streaming and capturing stuff. I have issues with Amarek capturing things correctly and i'm not sure why it's it's just kind of a nightmare it's like all these different software suites hopic has its own software suite which i don't use anymore thank god uh but then there's like a lot less customization options for for that capture card in obs because i think it's basically just like hacking that that thing to actually work um that capture card is super old uh they have game focused ones now but at the time it was it was a pretty old one focused on like dvd recording and things like that same thing with the Dazzle. The Dazzle also was focused on, like, I think it was VG VHS recordings to DVD is what the Dazzle was supposed to do. To do. Excuse me. Uh, and then, obviously, this Media Live Gamer thing is more built for this. Um, but then I had another issue where, <laughs> where, specifically with PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita TV, um, and this is a blurry picture of my hand, um, I have to feed... So PlayStation 4 is not an issue. You can turn... So there's this thing called HDCP uh, encoding, I think. I think that's what it's called. And it's basically like a, a encoding that says, hey, don't let anyone record this screen because it has sensitive material on it. So it's like preventing you from like renting a movie and then recording it on your PS4 and then pirating it kind of thing. It's basically like a, hey, don't, don't fucking, you know, steal our shit thing. Um, on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita TV, this is on all the time, um, but on PlayStation 4, you can turn it off and you just lose access to certain applications that use that HDCP, or is that, that HDCP thing is there to prevent you from recording, essentially. Um, so this is actually an HDMI splitter, um, but it's actually coming, it's actually only putting out one signal. And the reason I use this is because for some reason, this cheap splitter strips that HDCP encoding. So I can use my PlayStation 3 through HDMI through this thing. And then also the PlayStation TV through this thing. Uh, I'm holding it with my hand here cause it's not very heavy and it falls off the desk all the time. And I just leave it behind the desk and pull it up when I need it. For the most part, um, pretty much everything I have that's not my PlayStation 4 or my Switch will run through this just for convenience sake. And the reason why it's convenient is I have a little switcher here. Also very dusty. Also a sweet apple candle. Um, I have basically just like a three switcher thing. Um, the first two, I think so. I think one is PlayStation 4, two is PlayStation 2, or PlayStation, or one is PlayStation 4, 
two is Nintendo Switch, and then three is just whatever else that feeds through to this this uh this splitter. Um and it's it's uh it definitely is a weird thing, but for the most part it works fine. Um I haven't really had any issues. I haven't had to mess with this too much. Um, so the one time I thought I had an issue with it was actually just my own stupidity of not outputting a GameCube at the correct resolution, um, which is a good time. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a mess and you might be sitting here thinking like, wow, why is this like a nightmare? Um, capturing old video games is hard. And then also every TV is kind of different these days and how it handles these kind of signals. So... (laughs) So, and you can almost think of each of these capture cards being their own TVs in a lot of ways. Um, It's like basically trying to make a single console work between two to three TVs. Um, And and since each one has its own weird weirdness about it, (laughs) like it it really has a hard time time dealing with it. And like, because 240p specifically, that's, that's like a nightmare. Also PAL games, things like that. So... So yeah, I'm hoping, um, you know, as I get my uh, my RB, RGB mini, and it's hopefully coming in this week, I ended up doing insured tracking, which because of that, um, it just gets like a two to five day shipping thing. But I, I really just wanted to make sure because it was like $350 that it was okay coming here, also coming from Japan. And so I don't, I don't know, I probably was a little more concerned than I probably should be. Also, that's a list of boxes and stuff at my house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, and also that's a box that I'm shipping out, uh, at some point, um, next week, tomorrow actually. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to essentially disassemble this whole thing. Uh, the XRGB does support S video, which is really nice. I was looking at the open source scan converter at one point, but it doesn't support S video. And that's a big part of my, um, library right now. And, you know, it would make more sense if I was doing like all RGB, but I'm not doing any RGB right now. And so eventually, you know, I will expand up to RGB probably for other systems. But for now, I just want to keep it simple. And hopefully this nightmarish thing over here, this component capture card will go away too. I've had so much trouble with this component capture card and I just want to, I just want to wrap it up. So essentially what, what we're looking at um now is that this aver media live gamer capture card will hopefully stick in my pc and be my main capture card um this hdmi splitter i use for HDCP encoding i think that will have to remain um but otherwise i'll probably just have the um rgb mini connect into whatever the third slot is on this um splitter and then just run as much as i can through it for the most part it's probably a bad thing, but but sometimes simplicity is there. It's not, it's not a big deal. Like if I can if I can basically disassemble that whole CRT setup and then that you know having to move that capture card around and then like be able to have a better quality game signal kind of stuff. Like the big issue I have with Yakuza Two is that there's a bunch of interlacing issues um, on the capture, and so I want to get rid of that interlacing issue. And then PAL games. I've recently been looking into PAL games, and I have one, and I'm gonna probably be getting some more. Um, and I just want to, I just want to solve some of these problems for good, because <laughs> right now it's just like what what puzzle pieces fit in everywhere, and it's like a nightmare. So hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully the $350 is worth it. Um, I think there's like some preset like uh, settings you can do for games and stuff, um, so I won't have to mess too much with the um, 
with the actual uh, configuration. I'm not very good at like fine tuning a picture or something like that. So I, I'd rather have someone else do that for me if I can. So I'll look around. We'll see. I might not be ready to use it next week for the next stream, especially since I don't know when it's coming. But I want to hope in the next two weeks or so I'll, I'll have started using it uh, for at least Yakuza 2. So. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks for listening to me ramble about my capture card setup. If you sat here and were very bored, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, hopefully, and also audio-wise, it makes sense. Uh, let's stop looking at this dusty thing. I don't like this. We're just going to look at this TV over here. All of this. I don't actually like any of this. We're just going to stop. I'm just going to fade out of that video. I just clicked stop on it. So hopefully, hopefully it's back to what it should be, that little logo. That's gonna do it for this week. Um, hopefully there's an article this week. Uh, I didn't get to work on any this weekend. I'm pretty sure there's a lot almost done. I just have to get it ready for Wednesday. I'm gonna try to have something up by Wednesday. That is my 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 only <laughs> the only only commitment I'll make is I will try to have something up by for Wednesday. Um, and then um, also uh, I I just gonna stream Mario Yakuza 2 this week and then uh, Mario Tennis Aces so I can send that back to Gamefly because I don't really want to play any more of it um, and then hopefully write something about Mario Tennis Aces as well so so we'll see hope you guys have a great week goodbye